Hej dig. Det er Jolanne, og velkommen til nummer to Boogie Special. Jeg var i London over nytår og lavede to interviews. Det første, det var med Alex Rita, og øhm, det er blevet sendt. Det var årets første Boogie-afsnit, og det hedder It's Pure Love, og ligger blandt alle vores andre tidligere programmer. Så det kan du bare høre tilbage på, hvis du ikke allerede har hørt det. Men det her, det er med Brother Portrait. Og Brother Portrait, han beskriver sig selv som en rhymer. Men det lyder ikke så fedt at sige på dansk. Øhm, men jeg vil kalde ham en musiker og en, også en poet, en forfatter. Men apropos det med, hvad der lyder fedt at sige på dansk, så bliver jeg nødt til lige at sige, at der er noget med lyden i den her udsendelse. Jeg havde nemlig taget udstyr med fra The kontoret men... Det fungerede ikke helt, så vi fandt på en lappeløsning. Men i, med i den der lappeløsning, der var der lige en dårlig ledning. Men vi har gjort vores bedste for at redde lyden og programmet. Og programmet det udviklede sig til at blive en artist talk. Øhm, og en lidt længere en af slagsen, et længere format, end vi ellers har sendt her på Boogie. Men på samme måde, så lytter vi til musik og taler om den. Og her, især med Brother Portrait, taler vi om at lytte, og om at lytte opmærksomt. Og også om at leve. Øhm, jeg er meget, 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 meget glad for, at det her program findes, og jeg har glædet mig rigtig meget til at dele det med dig. Og jeg håber, at du vil tage godt imod det. Rigtig god fornøjelse. Listening might not know who Brother Portrait is, so I thought about maybe we should just start off by presenting your you through your some of your music, and then you can introduce yourself afterwards. But I think the I most like the sound of that. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So what are we going to hear? Um, the first thing we're going to hear is a song I did recently with a friend and collaborator. He goes by New Graphique, and he has a band, a New Graphique Ensemble. And we've released the first single of his next album, Ford and Road Part 2. Recommend everyone go listen to Part 1, because I'm on that as well, as well as it being a really nice album. And, <laughs> um, that's the primary thing. <laughs> and um, um, this is called Running on a Flame. And we recently released a video and this song. Settled from the blast of rage 
Body built back from a scribble in ash Now the black gold gilded the lonesome grey See a man in the mirror of a certain age Certain man did never make it this far Give thanks and praise Here we are In love and rage Here we are Mine been a medley of men Been a garrison for demons Cacophony of long lost friends On return to forgotten ends Findings Had them treason them wiles and whens Betray them essence Hollow in presence Puff chest but ain't nothing But air when I'm here Air when I'm here Just air Ring a cipher A share is for to practice care Like what if manna was a hand up Let me hold you till The suffer suffocate And the beast we kill What if If they ever come again, leave them lower looking ashy where they stand Your tail feathers and wingspan beating against the pain Rise, rise, majestic in skies, guardian to our hearts as we try When us here living, feeling spent and through that empty still gotta make rent Lift us to ease as we cry, as we breathe between you and me This hope brought up hardship to needs Put a fist in their palms Let they march under feet Was a voice ripped hoarse Resignation, disbelief, blind rage All the stages of grief Evening time bloodied the horizon Clouds bruised purple and sirens Had us all with hearts in our throats Under tongues a well of promises and prayers For our yoke like we free to be May our children's children never have to pray To no white God for protection on their way Never hide inside from somebody else's fear Forced to bend words to a disregarding ear Let us know now and never once forget We the seeds of survival, so honour and respect All life givers through our living and our joy Rage against a bad heart and Babylon destroys
So this was running on a flame. Yes, yes. How nice. When is when was it from? Um, it was released recently in November. Released in November this year, last year, November twenty twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> it's a new title now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really think you know, because what I've I first encountered you in two thousand. I actually think it was eighteen. Mm-hmm. With uh, you were part of Steam Down at that moment, and I remember it was like uh, I was watching you doing shows two times, mm-hmm. and like both times I was like. You like it was another guy. Who was the other guy? Nadim. Mm, and like both of you, it was so fun because it was so very theatrical, yeah. and still it was also, it was also like, um, like the tempo and the temperament. <laughs> it's because, yeah okay. Alex Rita came in to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Some candidates. Um, yeah, and it was through Alex I encountered you, and um, what I really like. It's also something that really comes across in this number, like even like the movement with of the, with the name of the title, like running through a flame, mm-hmm. running on a flame. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's so much movement in like your voice and the yeah, and also in the choice of words. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm better able to see that sometimes from distance. Sometimes it's okay. There's more intentionality now that I've been doing it for a while, and now that I can be more confident or often sure that my the music I'm making and what I'm writing is going to be out in the world for the public. Whereas earlier on in my, I'm not even going to say career, but earlier on in doing this, that wasn't necessarily the case. Um, How long have you been active? Um, to be honest, probably on and off for you know 15 plus years Ah. lots of off as well and lots of that was again it's like i said if i use the word career then maybe it's five years Mm. but if i talk about creation and just performing and playing it's longer like i was in you know helping out i was in a friend's band for a while when I was in my early 20s at university I recorded my first couple songs at like 18, 19 I wrote my first songs maybe some time before that that was my first rap songs but I used to just write folk songs on guitar and and this kind of thing and I was probably playing more guitar So you were playing music. the guitar too? Yeah, just chords <laughs> you know, just three chords or four chords here and there maybe some finger picking um, so <laughs> Maybe <'cause>, Yeah <laughs> A little bit of thing, a a bit of finger picking, a little bit of finger picking. Um, That was my early writing was more in that kind of vein and some bad poetry and then some rhymes here and there. You said bad poetry? Yeah, Mm. it gets better in time and with practice. (laughs) Um, But then there's kind of a, it was just something on the side and I did for fun and I enjoyed. But words has been a primary entry point for me, I think more so than production now i'm kind of trying to work on my musicality and understand more production wise like there were certain things i was drawn to but i think i've always been drawn to lyrics and words um, or maybe like mediating the mus- your musicality into like pr- through that through yeah. words yeah or like I, me in now into production oh yeah indeed indeed it's like your musicality is <laughs> obviously <laughs> <laughs> but well, this is it i think i didn't necessarily make that association or link that the uh, 
the the writing or the lyricism was musical, quote-unquote musical in that way. But it's actually around maybe 2018 or so, there were some guys from Australia over the Mandarin Dreams Collective, and a few of them said that a couple of times on their trip. They were like, oh, you're so musical. And I hadn't really heard people talk about me in that way with regards to my lyricism. Or maybe I had, but that's the first time I kind of really landed. But it makes sense for me too, because a lot of the lyricists I I'm drawn to and have been drawn to growing up and still now I think possessing musicality in their approach to lyricism and to rhyming especially on the the rap perspective but then it's more clear obviously if somebody's singing but I think um, not every ear I think picks up the musicality in rap and hip-hop and musical approaches and I can really I'm really drawn to certain artists who I think really use their voice well as an instrument even if they're they're rapping and sometimes it's a choice to be percussive, it's a choice to be, you know, like a string, it's a choice to be like a, a horn, but I can hear that in their approach and their cadence and their use of phrasing. And, you know, whether it's like Ra Kim or Notorious B.I.G., Black Fort, Yasin Bey, um, rappers from the UK like Jest and Roots Maneuver just had a really strong musicality and meter in their approach, which is musical, it's poetic, I've never heard them. Can you say their name again? So, um, Yasin Bey. Yeah, that. Yeah, no. um, Jest. Jest is a UK rapper. I've, um, I can play a song of his later on. Yeah. Um, Roots Maneuver, one of like the foundations for me. His album, Brand New Secondhand, his first album is one of my blueprints, really, both in terms of content and his approach, mm. sonically. Um, <coughs> you know, Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G., classically. Um as well, Rakim, just a legend MC, legendary MC, and he played saxophone growing up a bit too, so you can really hear that direct link. And Notorious B.I.G., although he didn't play, he used to, when he was younger, there was a, a saxophonist on the same block as him mm. that he used to go and hang out with, and I guess played in lots of music and taught him music, and there's interviews with him later on in the life after, you know, Biggie Smalls had died, like a documentary that's made not that long ago. And that saxophonist is talking about spending time with Notorious B.I.G. when he was a young boy. And then it makes sense when you hear some of the music and the the choices in terms of cadence and approach. You can hear saxophones, you can hear trumpets in the phrasing. Even rappers like Old Dirty Bastard, like a lot of his phrasing comes from soul music and from oldies, golden oldies. Like he loved all of that kind of stuff, you know, Roberta Flack and Minnie Ripperton and probably loads of other soul singers I don't know. And like... You can hear in his rapping and his phrasing, there's a lot more of that than there is other the generation before rappers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and a lot of people in the early generations of hip hop, I guess, their lyrical influences might have been dancehall and whatever, but I think a lot of their sonic influences came from funk, soul, disco, blues. And that also comes across in their rhyming more so than other rap because the rap was so young then mm. um, and I think now there's lots of rappers who you can hear the influence of the previous generations of hip hop and rhyme and songwriting but you can also hear the influence of the music they grew up listening to or the music they were exposed to in their choices mm. and interestingly those, around those times you saw me perform I was making a conscious effort to return to that because you know when you're on stage next to like four horns and a bass and a synth and a drum um, <coughs> and other singers. Sometimes as a vocalist, especially in the jam sessions, I found it to be quite 
tough to know how to approach the mic after a saxophone solo. Yes. And to be in conversation. Because if, if I played the trumpet, then I could easily just tail off with the similar lick or just coming. And you could also just have more space with certain instruments when you're in an improvised setting. With the voice, you're expected, or I was expected in a sense, come with a verse. And there isn't that much space in phrasing and freedom. You can get it, but it's like a lot less forgiving than if with a trumpet you can start with a few lines and then you can wait two bars before you come again. Whereas, you know, if you're kind of halfway through a verse and you've forgotten, you know, you haven't got the memory of the melody or the the lyrics that you want to say next, it's like, how can I give myself the same grace or have the same approach as an instrument being a vocalist? And so I did explore just approaching it rather than thinking I'm going to rap or I'm going to whatever be like I'm going to be a voice as in that's my instrument in this moment and it gave me a bit more freedom personally in terms of how I approach the mic and it didn't even need to be words it can just be an expression a feeling or if I was going to say words then I can bend them to my will in the same way like if you're a trumpet player you can you can stay on the same note for a few bars and just play with the phrasing and the melody or whatever, or you can you can come in and out of a cadence. I could take a word, take a phrase, take what I want to say and approach it as the voice rather than as the lyricist. Interesting. So, okay, because we actually completely forgot to introduce you. We just started talking. Oh, yeah. So, who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> who do I think I am? Um, the person who wrote that song. Um yeah, brother portrait. Um, I want to, you know, it's interesting. I think I do need like a new, a new tagline or something. And even as you were, well, what's <clears throat> what's your? I don't know. I usually just say write a rhymer, a writer, mm. and a rhymer, or an artist. Um, I also just like to say rhymer, maybe because a rapper can sometimes have negative connotations in people's ears, or it limits people's ability to really listen to you. If you if they just think I don't know people don't necessarily always have the means to listen to that art form as the no. art is no, no, <laughs> so no, even no. just introducing your music as that I think can be a barrier to people's perceptions of the music. Yeah, so I've been thinking about. I've yeah. also actually been thinking about like asking you about that because, like the way, uh, maybe we can return to that because now you said something about like early inspirations mm -hmm. and the blueprints. Yeah. So you talk. You mentioned an album called something with secondhand or something. Brand new secondhand. Brand new secondhand. Yeah. Can we hear a tune from that? Yeah, sure, definitely. I can't quite remember the month nor date. Nothing was gone and I was jamming round my bitch. I had a feeling for a jacket, but I had no cash. I had no choice to pick it back or trash. Was me and my bold self with five bags of coppers splashed out on the counter at PJ Patel's. He's far from happy with my method of pay. I shrug my shoulders, I'm like, what can you say? It's money, ain't it? I ain't begging you jack. And the mood I'm in, I might just give you a slap. 
grip my dragons and I leave in peace As I step through the door, he heard the kiss of my teeth Minding my own business, rolling down the street I swear I heard this female voice call my name I stuck for a second, loud as Charmaine Some sis I used to part with from way back when We weren't no bone tip, just real good friends We on some hunger pre kiss up Boy, she looking neat, head to toe in new gowns And two new gold teeth, I'm like, what you wonder? She said, this and that, I said, well, come around my yard Let's crack this four pack Back at my yard, we heavy chill, killing time Exchanging views and getting thoughts off the mind For three whole hours, everything was crisp around Quarter to twelve, they took the strangest twist I'm looking in her face, I swear it looks up She's sweating like she dipping in some horse's truck Then she flips out, screaming quick, I need the blouse I'm trying to kick this brown, but it's busting my eyes It seemed like the planet gone bad What you staring in my face for? I told you dudes I can't save y'all But the figures read the strange behavior It seemed like the planet gone mad What you staring in my face for? I told you dudes I can't save y'all But the figures read the strange behavior Strange behavior Charmaine the headstrong Proud Miss Missy Fell for a local fluff dealer She was living the high life Sitting in the luxury's lap Little did she know she was raving a child Cause the fuck that she loved was a two-bit fuck The notes that she speak with were traits in blood But she was mesmerized by the rude boy charm Two years had passed, she thought she was safe from harm But the past has a strange way of rearing its head Just when she was thinking it but dusted and dead It's like petrol bombs come flying through the window Cause there's a ten grand price on his life Ready to be cash when his heartbeat cease All that he try, he can't get no peace Cause he's running from the beast And he's running from the cribs After all said and done, it's the beast that wins Wiling on borrowed time, soon to get nabbed With two keys of fluff that he just did grab When a man got nicked, Lord knows she couldn't cope Started hitting the bottles, started tying the rope Now she's trapped in the chains of the oldest trade Flashing her badge in my face, and I'm far from keen I don't got no business with no jokes, man, scream Uh, I mean? It seemed like the planet going mad What you staring in my face for? I told you dudes I can't save y'all What the figures with your strange behavior? It seemed like the planet going mad What you staring in my face for? I told you dudes I can't save y'all What the figures with your strange behavior? Strange behavior Planet going mad What you staring in my face for? I told you dudes I can't save y'all What the figures with this strange behavior? What the figures with this strange behavior? So this was an early inspiration. Um, yeah, in terms of like rap, maybe. Um, I'm just trying to remember when I came across that album. Um, which I can't quite remember. But probably my teens, in my late teens, I think. Or I definitely knew some of his work from before that, but really... Maybe it was the album after that I knew more. There's an album called Run Can Save Me. That's I think maybe his most like successful album or most well known. Um <clears throat> had some dreamy days on it and witness. So I might have come across that album first and then after that came across this debut album of his and then some other releases he had before. So yeah, definitely in terms of UK rhyming. He's this was an early influence. But what I also thought about while hearing this and like comparing it to like your works with uh, New Graphic was mm -hmm. also like the being a part of the band in a way mm. because the the because this is so jazzy mm. and 
um, the orchestra, like because when you were saying stuff about rap, I was not imagining I was not imagining this, mm. but it also sent me back in a way because you know early like early my first like my introduction to like old school hip hop with like old samples and yeah yeah yesterday I don't know what tune I was listening to but it was we were listening to something uh, I don't know it was something with like um like with trumpet like the, the small trumpet group in it and like and mm-hmm. I was like wow that was really what I thought like how I would play trumpet one day or like, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. being in the band like, exactly yeah there's classes like DJ Premier trumpet stabs and the ones that like drift off into this <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that sound is it and this is it I think he's yeah so the production of this album has lots of those kind of influences as well as influences from his Caribbean upbringing and sound system culture in England and London you know he's from Stockwell South London so you hear a lot of that um, but I was saying in terms of rap and rhyme this song for example is, is a storytelling song and I think that is such like a foundation of like early hip hop um, especially when it came to like albums being made and stuff like everybody had stories you know like storytelling was a big part of the craft and as I listened to it I was thinking that too I was kind of like you could almost listen to this just as somebody talking and I think this was one of the first artists I came across who was so good at just communicating in a very conversational way but also in a way where lyrically and artistically it's like very good rap but you almost can listen to it and not realize how good and intricate the quality of writing is because he's also just in his he's speaking in his every in his voice and communicating is telling a very kind of like casual story like and he's one of the the best for that he can really just describe his environment and his setting get up in the morning his girlfriend being angry at him because he's close some of the weed smoke him like making breakfast him getting on the tube like walking down the local market like he describes his very everyday scenes and scenarios but in really incredibly musical and lyrical ways and his level of craft is incredible and this song always influenced me on a story writing perspective because there's a perspective shift there's a first person story in the first verse and then he comes and meets an old friend of his and then in the second verse it's like he tells her story there's almost like the camera turns to her then goes into her memory and the second verse is her story and memory up until the end of the second verse is back in the room with them together so if you visualize it it's like the cameras so the first verse is the camera following him as he goes to the shop does his thing walks bumps into her they're talking go back to the house i can imagine a moment where she's in this panic and she's like i hear the locks trying to crack this brown but it's cracking breaking my ass and then this, then the chorus and the second verse goes into this whole other scene where you're here watching her backstory and you follow her to the point where she's back in that room with him and that's how the second verse ends there isn't a video but like lyrically that's what he does and I just think that is just that influenced me a lot because it's a short story it's a beautifully written short story with a perspective shift and that just really influenced me and I was like opened me up to another way of writing stories in songs and in rap and just that's why I I like writing generally because I think that's just an exquisite piece of writing beyond genre beyond whatever 
like 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 as as I described it to you, I I hear that song as cinema, you know, mm. um, in terms of the quality of of writing and perspective shifts. It's very visual and very emotive, and so that influenced me on that level too. I look forward to like listen back on this song again, like, <laughs> opening it up for myself. Wow! But well, as you spoke about um, really good writing that gets like there's not really bit, like you can really. I thought about like the thing with the good writing is also like it's, it's seductive, mm. so you don't reckon it as like ah oh, that's quality writing. You're just like oh it rhymes and it flows. But yeah, yeah. Yes, that's you're being seduced, so you are mm. walking with it. You are walking in to her memory and like shifting the perspective without really realizing that that is what's happening. Or like, if it wasn't that good, mm. you would think about you would think about it. Yeah, But, yeah, yeah. You know, good writing is seductive, mm-hmm. so you just like get carried on. It's like you're it's a manipulation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I want to listen to more music. Okay, um, wonder what direction to go in. Could also go down the other route of story writing and maybe like a another writing influence. Yes. Go there. Okay, there's a song um, by Paul Simon called Renée and Georgette Magritte. Um, have you heard that one? Mm, I think I have possibly heard it, but I haven't okay. listened. Um, it's one of, I don't know. I remember being younger and just arguing with friends over the song, whether it's a good song or not. Oh, <laughs> and, really? And I always thought that it was. Was brutal. that the time when you were plucking guitar? Yeah, I think so. Mm, it was in I those guitar so days. Um, and I, I just really appreciated the songwriting, in this, and again the storytelling. Um, and I play it, and then we can reflect on that. Yes, Renee and George and Greed with their dog after the war return to their hotel suite and they unlock the door easily losing their evening clothes they dance by the light of the moon to the pain Their dog after the war. Renee and George and Magritte with their dog after the war. We're strolling down Christopher Street when they stopped in a men's store. With all of the mannequins dressed in the style that brought tears to their immigrant eyes. Just like the penguins, the moon glows, the Oreos, the five satins, the easy stream of laughter flowing through the air. Renee and George and Magritte with their dog I pray like air. Side by side. 
black Indian's time is cheap When they wake up They will find All their personal belongings Have intertwined Whoa, whoa, whoa Renee and George and McGreed With their dog after the war We're dining with the power elite And they looked in their bedroom drawer And what do you think they have hidden away In the cabinet cold of their hearts The penguins The moon The Oreos and the five sevens For now and ever after as it was before Renee and George and Magritte with their dog after the war Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Paul Simon is a prolific songwriter. I could have chosen so many from his catalogue. The Box is another one of mine, Mm. one of his that I really love. Um, They did with Simon and Garfunkel. Um, You were saying something about you and your friends were arguing about this song, whether it was a good song or a bad Mm -hmm. song. Yeah, so I think, I just remember my friend just thinking it was, well, one thing just saying it was boring. and but for me i just thought it was so incredibly beautiful it was a, such a incredible observation a really quiet observation of of love and companionship and i think in storytelling in general there is an overrepresentation of the like hyper dramatic you know you're waiting for that cliffhanger you're waiting for that 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 bang flash moment the moment of excitement or tragedy whereas Everyone has a life more full of the quiet, intimate, silent, unseen stories. Like we all, you know, in good health, we hope wake up in the morning, go to the bathroom, whatever, brush teeth, make music. No, make breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Not all <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't wake up In and make good music. Health. I don't wake up and make music. Brush teeth, make music. Yeah. <laughs> make food, drink some water, or whatever. We do so many things which are kind of like, which take up the majority of our time, but are quote unquote mundane activities. But often within those activities, we have a world of emotions and thoughts and distraction and feeling that pass through us whether they land or not and I think if I recall correctly the inspiration for this song is a photograph of the the artist Rene Magritte and his partner Georgette after they've immigrated um, I think 
I think as a result of the Nazi occupation. I can't quite remember those details. But I love that too as a as an entry point, like a photograph in particular, and then imagining somebody's life and story. And what I love is how he if again if I remember correctly, he wanted to write a surreal he wanted to explore surrealism through song. But what I think he's found is just poetry and the poetry in those quiet moments and of a couple coming into a hotel room and slowly undressing or of them walking into a shop and then being reminded of something and this moment where their lives have intertwined like all their possessions are no longer their singular possessions they're the possessions and objects of a of a companionship just those are like the main things and it's what song they're dancing to and how that feels it's like oh we're dancing to music which is almost illicit because we couldn't listen to that music in our home country or like we're eating American chocolates you know mm-hmm. and it's a small thing but to you don't need to tell the full story because that in itself if you really embrace the experience of the people those small moments have a kind of immeasurable power that yeah you could if you wanted to write a full verse that gave all of that detail you could but why not just like glance over what's on the table or what's on the radio and let the listener build the image and the feeling within that and again I think it's just a very cinematic song for that reason I can really picture the pace and the movement and I think he's written a song which holds so much of that emotion again it's yeah poetry and cinema and images I think are very strong influences on me and I feel like that song is um, an incredible example of it. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, okay, while we were listening to this song, I came to think of another song that we have actually played in our radio show, like mm-hmm. one of the first episodes, which is um, the song that you made with uh, Athletic Progression called oh, yeah. Extended Technique. Mm-hmm. And so as you were talking about... Um, migrating and pictures and yeah, picturing yeah. and storytelling <laughs> I, was, I, had, I, I don't even think I was listening to this song but I was also just like thinking about like how I've been listening to Paul Simon and what I associate Paul Simon with and my mm-hmm. surprise with you bringing in Paul Simon and then mm-hmm. still like of course you did like it makes <laughs> it makes totally it makes total sense and then um I was I was trying to hide away from you while we were <laughs> listening to music because uh, the thing you said about like uh, because this song called Extended Technique uh, it was done before you put on your verse wasn't it Yeah it was already yeah. there the music was already made And cool. like when we were presenting this song in one of the first episodes of Boogie I was talking about your way of storytelling Mm -hmm. because that song made me think I was like I went on a long long spiral about corduroy Mm. and like my relation to that material and I was thinking about my brother I was thinking about my father and I was thinking about time also because I think the first time I heard it I was like um I I, I was just like the, that corduroy, like because you said like in the uh, era of corduroys, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that 
got my attention because first time I saw you uh, perform, it was so funny. You were like, you were talking a lot about like time and how to perceive time. You're having like a pause in between songs where you talk about errors and um, uh, what's it called? Um, you have an error and then you have epoch or yes. Oh yeah. God, I totally forgot about that. I yeah. wish I remember it all, but I think I'd recently like had read something that like talked about what like what kind of periods of time those phrases are referred to and I used I used to use them interchangeably but then mm. realized they were separate. <laughs> yeah. And then um at that concert there was another song you were singing where uh you forgot the lyrics and it was, and it's funny because I I think yeah I had I had it I had it on film on my old old phone where it's like you're like wow yeah I I just got so much into my memory I I I kind of forgot where I was, but it's <laughs> nice to be with you. <laughs> where um, it was a song, and I don't know what song it was. I, I don't recall what it was, but because like I was like, it was so funny because of course you knew what you were gonna sing. You knew the lyrics, it was your song. But to you know, you seduced yourself fully, <laughs> right? You're like it was so cinematic that you actually I disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny. That's so funny to hear. I don't quite. I think I half remember that too. But that does that has happened to me. It's true. And then I was as this song were on. I was like, um, because what I found interesting with the. Um, with your work with athletic progression was mm -hmm. that a line from the uh, your feature mm -hmm. actually gave name to the entire album mm -hmm. which is called cloud high in dreams but heavy in the air mm -hmm. and as i was thinking about that because what i really liked about it because they're so they're so talented musicians and they're like the three of them are like incredible and they have they're so skilled mm -hmm. and they're really they're fluent in their language but that's there's no not they don't express themselves with words so i really like how uh you, this collaboration put a completely different kind of meaning onto a song of theirs mm -hmm. and you not having i'm uh, you have, have have you ever met the three of them no just had like some zoom or like you know online mm. video calls <laughs> and that was it essentially yeah i thought so and i really liked how that because i was like wow this is really big like to have the uh a line become you know yeah i was super humbled it was super honored <laughs> that that came to pass um because interesting i think they had an original title either f for the album which maybe was Kodachrome or something along those lines it was not maybe not quite that but it was essentially the you know a Technicolor Kodachrome kind of thing and that again is like reminds me of Paul Simon because he's got a song called Kodachrome um, and he's very good at using memory and stuff through as a means to write songs and but that gave me inspiration to to use the photograph as a starting point yeah, Which because this song, yeah. yeah, this song ends with, in this photo, see a young me back when I had my wings, mm -hmm. see my feet keen to tuck under as I leapt to flee to fly. It is proof I was a dreamer, not dreaming. Yeah. Have you seen the photograph? I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so nice. 
Yeah. Can you describe the photo for me? So the photograph is me when I was a kid. I was still in primary school. I was probably only like, I don't know, five, six, seven years old. Um, and it's in a park and there's a kind of a platform and there's lots of kids playing together and I'm kind of oblivious to them and I'm 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 flying off the platform essentially. My hands are up arch like a like a bird taking off and my feet have just lifted off the off the platform um as I as I take flight. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's something I I used to I used to leap a lot when I was younger and I'm trying to kind of get that back into me but I used to love jumping down big sets of stairs and jumping over things and could jump pretty high <laughs> and fearlessly for a lot of my my youth um so and, yeah okay so like trying to get back to the child who leaps a lot and then you do these time leaps mm. that's a way yeah um and just from coming back to an essence and that's true it's a time leap it's trying to get back to a part of my essence that is still there and not not to say i don't want to ever use those phrases to say it's lost or whatever it's still it's still there it was kind of like less burdened by life and what goes on and i think especially through one's 20s and 30s you can really just a lot of things change around you and the lives of others and you can easily acquire a lot of a lot of weight um so to be reminded of of that levity in myself at that age was quite an important thing for me at that time and then just looking at other photographs through my life where i've been photographed jumping and leaping and flying and memories i have um there's like an original longer poem and a draft even of that song which is much longer and talks about other moments and memories too and I kind of condensed it to focus much more on that that photograph and that era and that time um, but there was a few things that I, I kind of I kind of took because they also had a, a element of mystery and magic you know like being able to jump over a friend from like standing and these kind of things which sound like ludicrous but I know they happened because they happened you mm. know and um, trying to really it's almost like hard to believe in myself how high I could jump, <laughs> you know, like, um, and it'll be good to be able to jump that high again. Wow. It just takes some practice and training. Yeah, it takes some practice yeah. and training. Because it's full body, like when I could jump my highest, like, I felt it all the way through my body. Because you have to really use your whole body, like use your, you, you really condense from your legs and then use your arms and the progression. So when I really could jump to the highest height, like when I landed, like my arms were aching. Because there was so much force that had come from my feet all the way up to my arms that, like, I felt an ache in my arms. Like, it's a really powerful thing to do. Um, and it was yeah. a serious sport, huh? Yeah, for for fun. But I had another yeah. friend who could also jump really high, so we just were talking about it, and then we just started to then I started to jump again. Because it was like something you, uh, because I I don't think I'm able to jump that high. Mm -hmm. But how you re so you just realized early on I can jump. Yeah, I just kept doing it because I'm not really tall, but I just kind of kept doing it. And I, or I just, I just had a belief. It was like, I was always like, you can jump as high as your hips can go if you yes. can lift your legs up to your hips, right? And so there was that. And then I like to, and essentially, if you make yourself as light as possible, you can, you know, go further from the ground. And then 
the lightness in landing. Like I like how cats and squirrels land. They la- they land with a lightness. I always like to that move that combination of like power and grace. And when I was younger too, I liked to jump and then have them feel a moment of suspension, of of weightlessness, of flying. So almost like a half, like almost like a double jump. You jump and then when you're in the air, you also have a moment of like weightlessness and then land really softly. So that's how I used to enjoy jumping when I was young and just feel that movement through the body and very like animal-like um, and that grace. <laughs> wow. So yeah, there's a lot in in that image. So it's not just... Yeah, so jumping has a lot of significance for me, I guess, because it's more than just that one moment of leaping. There's a lot going on in that for me. Metaphorically and literally, too. And lots of grace. Yeah. <laughs> it's not often times I don't know what to say. Okay, 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 okay. Yesterday, Alex, we're staying in Alex's apartment and we were finding a picture of me and I was wearing the same clothes as I am <laughs> today, like even the same colors. And I was like, it's a picture of me being eight years old. And I found that like going back or doing things that you used to do. And it's funny you mentioned like doing the double under, like the, because I always, uh, I jump rope. Mm, nice. And like, um, I, yeah, I did rope skipping when I was younger, and that recently I have been like reenacting the. Uh, I've I've just been jumping ropes like and trying to pick up on the tricks, nice. and jumping and doing the tricks and like the the because there's like handstands and like different kind of gymnastic elements in it. And the the place before, like when you're in the air and having to control your body mm-hmm. and land mm-hmm. smoothly mm-hmm. for also just because otherwise you're gonna like you're gonna your leg your legs will be caught up in the mm-hmm. rope. So you have to do it smooth, but it has to be like it's a full body move. Yeah. And it's not oftentimes your head is against the like you have your legs up in the air and your head towards the floor, mm. ground. It's like, it's not often in your adult life, you've <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in your daily practice. And it's just been so funny to like do things with, yeah, because that also gives me access to, I found that it gives me access to older memories. Like mm-hmm. if like, so I would imagine if you be jumping, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you can trace back and find stories mm. forgotten yeah long forgotten yeah no i really yeah i really resonate with that and it's a similar thought that i'm having in that process you know um similarly with just like climbing trees and all these sorts of things that i used to love doing and i still do i climbed a tree yesterday um i think it's that it's 
it was a it was part of a bigger thought which was like we always knew like you you follow your desires and your whims and your your purpose in life from birth you're born with that you're born as a spirit into a body with purpose and direction um and it's a battle to keep it and from young i've had this notion that when you're younger i think it's about school you know you're always asked what you want to be and it's always something outside of yourself it's like a profession or it's a whatever and you're never told that you can just be yourself you can just be who you are like you always have to become something different why not f- more fully become you or why not be rather than <coughs> being encouraged to become why not be encouraged to be and i think um me now reparenting myself essentially because i think like a lot of my recent years have been <laughs> obs- obstructed by the barrier of like emotional whiplash <laughs> of like you know just reflecting and understanding my younger self and how much of the conditions of childhood affect me today and my friendships my relationships my inability to finish my all sorts of barriers i have in my life all sorts of isms and problems i'm dealing with and trying to figure out and process and to become a better version of myself and remembering how much is there in in childhood and that yeah what did i like to do what did i love to do what did i spend my time doing when i had that control of agency and self um and you know sometimes saddened that for me a lot of the time that was already obstructed in childhood not for any malicious reason or for what people or if my parents thought was for my betterment whether it's like education or whatever like so I spent a lot of time in books you know and was quite academic and pushed to be academic but also could do it and that was for my benefit in a particular society like the one I'm in now um but I'm still more and more of my time is occupied and more of my desires are going back to those things I've always wanted to be able to do like I always wanted to skateboard or do gymnastics and martial arts and I'm st- I still want to do that <laughs> now. Yeah, it and it's change. like, does that have a change? change? You know what I mean? Like, change. Or just read all day or just listen to music and that's now just like letting myself be more free and being like, yeah, I'm going to spend a day reading a book or watching films all day and not how like different that feels versus when I was younger and just had that freedom of time and will. But now even it's a, it's sometimes a push without having that little voice in my head which is like oh but this takes three hours of your time like shouldn't you be doing this or shouldn't you be doing that or yeah counting yeah just literally having a day where it's like i don't have to do anything productive sometimes it gets the end of the day i'm like but maybe i should listen to that beat and try and write that song whatever it's like if it comes it comes but this is the day when you can just you can just read you can just listen you can just let the hours drift and not feel anything and then realize that actually what's happening is that you're just having ideas and you're just having feelings and spending time with that and then pursuing those sorts of things so yeah what you're saying i think is really powerful and making a conscious effort to to take that path to take that path through the ways of your young self you know just to do things you like to do and then just to see how it feels and i think that's it our minds just are like it's like memory and synapses and neuroplasticity like things you're like remembering your essence and yourself just 
by dint of doing those activities because it's like your brain is like yeah I used to do this for hours and when I was doing this I used to think this and feel this and all that shit starts to come back to you you know like it's it's magic it's a spell it's really magic it's really that's cool to hear that you're doing that I like the sound of that today I was because um, being here in London I've been like thinking about because London is one of the like it's the second place I went like from like traveling Mm. So the first time I was here, I was f- four, about four. Mm. And as I've been rock- walking around, like watching trolleys, uh, like a teacher of mine told me some weeks ago, she was like, you have so, you carry, oh, you carry on so, you, a load of stuff always. You should have a trolley. <laughs> and I was telling, ah, I, you should, I used to love trolleys. Mm-hmm. I wanted, a trolley and I would like then my, I made my father give buy me a trolley it's not that common in Denmark to have trolleys it's okay. not like East London <laughs> like those old school market trolleys at the old granny's house yes. <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> I want I like I I was begging my parents to give me a trolley <laughs> and I would go up and like buy bread and just like have one bread in a trolley <laughs> and so I was like huh how I like my colors, how I like what I think is funny and entertaining hasn't changed. It really hasn't changed. Mm. And I was like, these small kinks I have, I was like, okay, this year I'll commit to them. I'll commit to all mm. of them because mm. it makes me feel like myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so as you were talking about completing things, I, you told me before we began this conversation that you were, before we had another conversation, <laughs> um, before we continued the conversation, you told me that you have an album on the way. Mm-hmm. And you also said that you have brought some thing from it maybe? Or I have things some coming. things from that. I have also something which isn't on the album, but it's kind of, it's like process maybe which might be interesting to play. Yes. It's essentially the guy who produced the album, Max. It's not just playing. <clears throat> He's just, he was exploring, just chopping, making beats and vinyl again and just chopping loops and samples. And we're in a studio and then somebody else is there. It was actually another guy who was just rapping all night long, a guy called Jada. Jada, he's really dope. Um, goes by Mr. Trap Art. He's a great artist and whatever, but also just had like a hundred bars. I think it's just, just life stuff, you know, just living life and processing stuff. And so Max was making these beats and I was just sitting there and we were in conversation and I had some really illuminating conversations that night. I just learned a lot from through listening that day. So listening to him speak about his life and where he was at and him rapping. And then one of the beats, he just was rapping and rapping and we were all just talking and encouraging him. Then Max looped this sample up and then I was just going through my phone and I just rapped some stuff that was in my phone, you know, and just did it once and we just went on got back to our thing but it was a really really nice evening and that studio has been a very inspiring studio in general it's a musician musician called phoebe phoebes ah. yeah he used to do stuff with congo natty she's incredible yeah, yeah. The, i really enjoyed like the, she's the one made like come with the raga right yeah exactly yeah exactly so that's her and max's tune and along with anya come with the raga she's yeah she's incredible so we were in that space 
um, and just jamming and people moving in and out and we recorded this when it was just me and Max but then I think people heard it <laughs> um, afterwards so I think I'll play that because I mean I could play other things which were in progress but um, maybe I'll wait till they, they're in the world yeah, sure. sometimes I do like playing demos as well but I think this is interesting because this is even like pre-demo <laughs> um, so yeah yeah, I like, I love to make space for that kind of thing. This meat of St. in the world, blowing down the like it seeds, words, words, into spills on my pyramid of needs. Caught sand under nails, whispers up to a star. I'm Buddha, bless God's from Zig to Allah, on my bones and blood. When the world full of black bodies, sky through the mud. When the world full of black bodies, that ain't food me. I to desire you be compassionate and kind but now shall I'm still let my will be defined by the spill of my spirit reflecting my shine in a mind right and righteous values defined so my vegan be my compass weave a time between worlds then worlds of grace and grand sires and seas of the land in my hand tender when I hold that gentle caress free the odds of conception can see that I'm blessed and let me live and let me love let me live and let me love so let me live and let me love let me live and let me uh, so let me live and let me love 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 the life I live and live to love Pigeon dove ever fine on the flight Give me light, insight and reason The rhythm to write self in the face of treason Said the man in the mirror now my way is complex Freedom of form not formed by the day say Nature reborn and nurtured same No undo when the makings of you So much balance is stew Soul of the earth was and ways be the measure of my worth Made enough space for merriment and mirth Breath at the depths so when I surface I surf Be water like baby wound wet from birth Step with intention, don't fret if I waver Save every teardrop Come clean the sheeming clean cut The razor shave edge of sad and bad from behaviour Walls and everything a lot of to rest Come to rest with a palm place Comfort on chest Meditations of the puzzle of a mind of a mess And the sublight of stillness can seize it and bless Let me live and let me love Let me live and let me let me live and let me love Let me live and let me love Live and let me love Let me live and let me love Let me live and let me love Let me live and let me love I had the mic, I was down like that on the mic I just lift the mic up One mouth pump, say no more One foot either side of the jam Five toes in the sand and five on shore In soul feeling in great forever Wanting more, how you still on a surgeon Only what for? This church church changes and waters The same as they were before The swing puts are steady in your core But cleanse what? What if the river isn't pure? Wait patient, wait patient, wait Wait in time to occupation Post cheap vagrancy around vagrants Dusty winds, no chains at the station Dusty and still Frames and airless tires throw me winds from desire. If only the force to the glisten in the middle of the eye. Yeah, 
Two ears, one mouth, huh? I say no more. One foot either side of the jam, five toes in the sand, and five unsure. In soul feeding, in great forever, wanting more. Are you still on a search in Donny what for? These church changes and waters the same as they were before. The swim puts them steady in your core, but cleanse what away if the river isn't pure. We patient, we patient, we waiting, turn occupation. Hope street vacancy around vagrants. Dusty winds, no trains at the station. Rusty pins. I'm still frames and airless tires grew me wings from desire If only the thought didn't blossom in the valley of the lonely Had to turn by the Roy Peak Get the evidence on me one time Had to keep the evidence on me two times Had to keep the evidence on me one time Had to keep the evidence on me two times Two times Listen, yeah. Black liberation and furthermore Five toes in the forest and five on the ocean floor Sounds like hit to make my balance restore When the war in the mind made peace for picture Ain't too proud to tell it like it was Where I went weren't righteous and roses More poses I lost Saw the rot in time did nurture the plot Through grief and gratitude Cuts and clots minor water waves And all our ways Forgiveness over judgment days Stress had to simmer before stillness Trials got you game ready for the Realness, a life in the making, organic and slow cut, biodynamic and abundant. Pre every pattern in your eye line, follow them signs and the 12 jewels to heart where you feather and they breath one time. The heart where you feather and they breath two times. Heart where you feather and they breath one time. Heart where you feather and they breath two times. So I've been thinking about like because if you pro- when you produce with other people and you have an al- album coming up like how do you determine like when a song is finished or how would the like how are you in, how do you find yourself in the process like of uh, arranging and communicating and choosing also Yeah, I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> I think I realized it's something I didn't really know how to do, or I'm not very good at it. Okay, I've put out a project before, like a, a mixtape. Um, that's true, but um, uh, navigate in limbo. Um, and how many? What? How many years is? Five it? years ago, I put that out now, which is wild. Um, yeah, but in this process of working with this producer Maxwell Owen. Um, we both are afflicted in a similar way like he's made so much music that hasn't made it into the world and i've got lots of stuff which is unfinished unrecorded or it's recorded and not finished and not out and i think um that question of how to finish is something that i'm learning and in process of now and trying to be reflective in that process and realizing that that there is joy in that process too and that it can also positively affect and contribute to how I make music especially now making music of more of an intention of completing and putting in the world or just completing for the sake of me having something that's complete that I can listen to and enjoy or share with friends you know like I think I realized I felt quite burdened by all the unfinished art <laughs> and just finishing it just could really help clear a blockage um but so this because in the beginning you were talking about your tagline hmm. as uh, a rhymer yeah and do you think like because not as 
if you're not considering yourself as a musician or a singer or mm-hmm. a, like vocalist or like whatever in that like in that genre but mm-hmm. only as a rhymer then your work could kind of be done if you just written out the words and yeah then, exactly then it's yeah. like then the production or like that's mm-hmm. not your part yeah and that will just like if you're not having your text printed out mm-hmm. in a book mm. then it's not it's never finished but like i think maybe it also affects like how you how you consider yourself or like what you define what you choose to use as a tagline no, definitely also. that's interesting you say that because i think um yeah on the whole like musicality thing and leaning into myself as a vocalist and a musician i think it also i think it was already the case that like i i'm already not the kind of rapper or vocalist that just approaches hear something and I, I don't have like my one voice i don't have the rap voice or whatever like and sometimes like, if it feels like that it will be easier because then i can just come in and bulldoze over i'll just be on top of any beat and it will be done right um but i'm always trying to find this marriage especially if i'm writing to music or whatever and so a lot of the the process and the searching is me just trying to refine and be happy and confident with the end result or that i've i've managed to communicate or hit all the points that i want to hit in terms of like the artistry of that craft and in those instances it's important to me and also important to other people who listen to music in the same way that i listen to music um that is probably only a small percentage of the people and myself and to lots of others it doesn't necessarily matter and sometimes it helps me by listening to lots of other music i love and almost like highlighting or understanding the imperfections in those in that music that is of no consequence to me and starting to love what i would have also previously seen as imperfections in my work and embrace that and just give making me a lot in a sense a lot less precious but able to make art which i think is more honest and me be more at ease with that result mm. rather than always hear something that needs to change um so in a sense that's a perspective shift that's not necessarily meant that it means that i can listen to something that i would have wanted to change in the past and now accept that it's finished or that it's finished in that iteration mm. and that's the version i'll put out and i had this conversation with a friend that like sometimes there's versions of songs which i'll play to people And there'll be demos and there'll be ones that I love. And that's not what's going to come into the world. But that's still maybe the one that I like the most. Um, but I also have an intention for the song which goes beyond that. And so it's just a choice. Finishing is a choice in that sense. Because on the one hand, that original demo version is complete to a degree for me and who I want to share it with but it's not finished for what I want to communicate if I was to share it more broadly with the world um and the conversation was why there needs to even be a new version then if that feels complete to me why not just put that out but sometimes as an artist you know there are some of the little practical reasons like oh the I can't play that on the sound system because that's just a little demo version and it's not properly recorded or there's that or I actually did get that lyric wrong so I'd rather have the version with the right lyric whatever like that but there might still be something in the in the original piece that was made during the process that you still hold on to 
even if you want to complete it and you have a list of all the things you want to change for it to be finished in that regard. So sometimes those two things exist side by side. Um, but on the other hand, there are times when, like I said, I've I've gone back with the intention of changing a verse or something and I've just reached a point of acceptance and was like, no, this is this is the one, this works, and this is finished to me and I accept its current state and it's the state of at which I want to put it into the world. Um, essentially, there's no, there is no answer, one answer for it for me. It does, it can feel quite contextual, um, but it's something that I'm very consciously trying to learn. And actually, working with another producer who is really good at finishing, <laughs> perfect, and consciously trying to, yeah, learn from him, and realize that he's very good at acknowledging the stage something is at, and knowing what is necessary for that stage. So it's like, okay, now we just want to get demo versions of these songs so we can share them with people, maybe whatever, send them to a label or do this, that, and the third. And so I've just got to be content with the song at that version or to reach that milestone that we've decided. And then you can revisit it and you can take it forward. Um, Or sometimes I have an aspiration for a song which is based on my future aspirations of an artist, but I'm not there now. So I'm not going to apply those future aspirations onto old music. I want to finish those music, that music and let it be a testament of the time in order for me to be able to move forward. I can't carry everything with me into the future. I've got to know what is of its time and needs to stay in the past. Yeah, so that you can and stay light also. Yeah, yeah exactly, know. exactly. And that thought itself has helped me understand what finishing is because some things just need to be finished to that point. And I've repurposed songs, like the songs I perform now that I perform differently to how I wrote them or there's whole new compositions, or or I perform a remix, not the original. And so I think also letting myself be fluid with my own notion of what's finished and that I can revisit anything. I can do whatever, it's my art, I can do whatever I want with it. And so like, in a sense, even as a writer when I was younger, I used to be like line to line, I'd be so precious over each line. But now I've really embraced editing and leaving blanks and coming back to stuff and same with music if I finish a whole album I might listen to it and decide oh I might do something with that verse or that verse didn't I took that verse off that song in the end but maybe I can put it here now or I can do this with it like just yeah allowing myself more freedom in process mm. is, is important yeah, because that, it's really like a balance but I like how you describe it as it for it to be a testament in time like mm. because th- i think that could be rather helpful because sometimes it's as if uh you know when you put that much work and effort into like finishing an album or um coming to terms with whatever like aesthetic you want or like how do i want to am i on top of the beats how do i move like mm. like the song you just played me was like you were like um you were amongst it in a yeah. way um and it was like it was like you were just like moving it, you you were like your your the vocal was like staying in the middle but like moving in between different like in taking taking on like different relations with the different uh uh instruments mm. uh yeah it, it really felt like like moving through a forest mm-hmm. and like 
That's funny too because it was all done live, as in like he was running the samples on the pad at the same time. So that was really was a live jam, and I think that's why it has that movement too, because we're like in the room facing each other and moving in time together as well. That's fun. Yeah, I like when it bears, ev- you know, it bears evidence of what <laughs> happened. You can yeah. hear what happened. Okay, so what else, like, what what excites you at the moment? Like, what kind of music? What's your current music inspirations? Um, Yeah, there's lots of stuff. There's the kind of stuff that makes me want to, like, rap and write raps. (laughs) There's artists like Matt Comey, like Carr. Um, I like what Elle Sweatshirt's doing again. What who's doing? El Sweatshirt. Yeah. His new stuff is really great. I think it's gonna be amazing. Um songwriters like last year I was listening to quite a bit of Nick Hakeem. And I love what he does, his voice and his writing. Inspired by a lot of peers, like Demay and Anais. Um I'm inspired by people who are beyond the confines of genre really and that I even I find hard to put into a certain genre and who are just good artists and songwriters and more fully artists and songwriters and it's a guy called Dean Spencer who is, falls into that category for me Contour I think is incredible I love Kia um, Duendita is one of my all time favourites at the moment um, lots of people inspire me in that regard um, and I listen to lots of that for that. But I'm also someone who just kind of like, I like to keep on top of just the things I've always kind of been into. So like, I still check for like Grime or some like new road rap and some like new rappers coming out. Because they just, like, some of them have just got flows. I can't always get with the content and get with all of that. But like, they're pushing things sonically and they're pushing stuff flow wise. And so like, Unknown T, Millions, like a lot of drill rappers who are really doing some impressive stuff in that art form. So that's... <coughs> Yes, in terms of new music that's being made, some of that's inspiring me. A rapper called Mike is also really good. Um, There's a kind of like open and introspective era of rap. That's kind of been there for a while, but it's a different sort of bent on it. And I think people like him, like Mike and Navy Blue and Carr and El Sweatshirt, are sort of part of that. And there's really great poetry and vulnerability and honesty in a lot of that writing, um, which I appreciate. Um, mm, I was yeah. going to put on like a new, another tune, yeah. but now you, you you mentioned a lot of artists. Yeah. Oh, I mean, some what is one of mine or another song in general? Whatever. Like, what what inspires you, or would you would you? Because some of those I have some of those artists. I have some of their songs here. So yeah, maybe let's play something that you've been listening to recently. Okay, yeah. I'll pick something. Yeah. 
I'm such a big fan of Duendita too. Yeah, that is. She's just incredible. And she's got essentially two of my favorite songs in recent years are hers. That song, Open Eyes, and then a song called Mind. Both like just singles. I don't know if they're going to be on any project she puts out. But they've just completely just. I can't get enough of those two songs in particular. Mm, she's so true. Yeah, exactly. I really, I really felt for that. Like that's also speaking of like the child you are. Like mm. I, f- I feel like she's really close to. Yeah. Her child. Exactly. There's a real youthfulness and childlike way in her expression and just movement and smile. Any all the live clips I've seen of her performing. And even just random candy clips and in other spaces is just like, yeah, a lot of like joy and just freedom in her movement and sensuality and Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really wonderful. That song, for example, she recently posted up like an early version that she made. And that was on SoundCloud somewhere. And she reposted it. And then I heard another version of that song. She did like a live concert before her European tour which was like a few years ago I think a version of that song um, again long before it had been released and it sounded different and it's just like she's sh- she's like shared so many different versions of that song in particular but what I love is that this one still is really complete but still has an unfinished element to it you know there's a bit the first ver- the last verse she just sings like the melody wordlessly and then comes into these words and I always wondered like if Maybe at some point she was going to write the rest of those lyrics, but then how it was, how it was. And it, just the sound of that and the flow of that just was enough, you know? Um, and that she didn't end up writing those first few lyrics to that to that verse, just kept it as it was as a melody. And I just love that about that song, this song in particular. And certain sound times when the piano is just really loud or this happens or that happens, but it's just like, just feels so real man it just feels so real like uh, just that song and and it's embedded with that spirit like uh, that's there's not always i mean you can get oversaturated with music especially when you're making listen to music for a long time but that's a song that never fails to like just move my waters like that's actually like spirit there's like a real something really embedded in that song that like it always shifts my body like every time Okay, first, I just need to know, like, you're such an attentive listener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, it's to know that there are people out there listening that attentively mm-hmm. to what whoever makes. That just make, you know, when you're describing how the song, like the d- dynamics of the song and the volumes, and I was thinking wow, it really makes me hopeful that there are people out there listening mm. deeply and attentively mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that because, you know, somebody might listen to your music like that, you know? That's what I hope, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we make it for those ears, you know? And I think it's reassuring and that, you know, some of those people that are quiet, you'll never hear from them or whatever, they'll just be in their room or they'll just be like, that'll just be the song they listen to every day like on the way to work or whatever like and they're not going to post you something or write about it or repost it or whatever it's they're not going to make that noise but it's going to change them and i'm who i am today because of listening to songs like that 
and so I know those people exist because I'm one of them <laughs> and, mm. and that we make music for those ears too you know to feed those ears that often because of the way the industry and algorithms don't always get get given that you know sometimes a song makes it out of that world and becomes bigger but sometimes my notion of how big or popular a song is isn't necessarily reflective of how much it is but that's happened with an, an artist recently called Reggie who wrote a song which is just one of my favourite songs of last year too can we hear it? yeah let's play that one too because I forgot about him Reggie. Um, Reggie Reggie the song's called I Don't Want to Feel No More um, and I think he's got the potential to be like you know a big a really big name in the future who knows Sometimes I feel good in my chest, but I, I can never get that to my head. Sometimes I feel good in my bed, get up, and I don't feel good no more. The streets say you don't need meds, my mama says you just need prayer. I need what they give you at the dentist, I don't want to feel no more. Cause I don't want to feel no more. I don't wanna feel no more. The streets say you don't need meds. My mama says you just need prayer. I need what they give you at the dentist. I don't wanna feel no more. Oh, I don't wanna feel no more. I don't wanna feel no more. was a beach. My family can't get me on a call, but I know my plug number by heart. No more mirrors, that'll be my demise, cause I still can't look my abuser in his eyes. And I tend to dream about things you wake up from. But sometimes I feel good in my chest, but I, I can never get that to my head. Sometimes I feel good in my bed, get up, and I don't feel good no more. The streets say you don't need meds My mama says you just need prayer But I need what they give you at the dentist I don't wanna feel no more
was deep. Yeah, shit. Makes me want to cry, man. Mm. Yeah, so beautiful. And again, just sincerity, honesty. A beautiful poetry in there too. And just the whole sonics, you know, the harmonies, the, the space. Taste with similar paces, the Duendita song, they're quite, you know, in their own ways, different in their own ways. Um, I was also so surprised yeah. by the vocal, mm. like where it's situated in, yeah, both within the mix, but also like Reti's own voice. Like, yeah, wow, the tone like, is interesting. I wonder about that because that was I didn't even have the full version of that. That was just a rip. So I wonder if the mix is slightly different on the version because I think they might have remastered some stuff and re-released it recently. The mix might be slightly different. That's what I was also <laughs> in terms of attentive listening. I was like, oh, I haven't heard the vocals this high in the mix before, so maybe. If you so it's somebody you know? No, no, but I think um just this version is the video of uh. the audio from the video version. But I know they repackaged it all. I just have a I just wonder if the mix on streaming is slightly different. But you can find Might that out be. when you when you listen. But see that kind of thoughts also just to have those kind of thoughts yeah, that's yeah, yeah. you know. And it could just be different. It could just be because of the speakers or it could be because I've listened mostly to that in headphones, you know what I mean? It's just exactly. like, yeah, context. Context is very different to you. I remember once I met, like, one of the, like, that's maybe, I think it was in 2014, I met Kalila. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was like, uh, she was performing at Roskilde Festival mm -hmm. in Denmark, and she was really not famous at that time. Yeah, yeah. So after her concert, she was just like, around the stage, out and like, And then there was just like a lot of white people. So mm. she was happy to see a brown person. <laughs> uh, so she came, like she came, I, I think she hugged me like three times or something <laughs> like <Wow>. that. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, you're really alone. Mm. You're alone here. <laughs> wow. And I had been, uh, that was before that album I forgot the name of now like but the album where Cut let me, me know is yeah, yeah that yeah. was before that mm -hmm. so she didn't really have there was I think something oh yeah she had the like the stuff with Bok Bok and all those guys that like remix kind of EP. yes yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the only thing that w was out at the yeah. time and um, she had made a cover of uh, Escape the softest place on earth mm. with ink okay. it's really Yeah, it's perfect cover. Mm. I think I have it somewhere. It's like difficult to find on the internet now. Mm. And that was the only thing that I had heard from her at that point. And so I came to a concert. No, I had heard some of the remixes, but it was like too clubby for me. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so I met her and then she was like, I was, it, it had been such a nice concert. And I was like, wow, I was really surprised because I was not sure like how I found the music. And she was like, What speakers have you been listening to? Like, <laughs> what brand? Like, because you should listen. Okay, listen again on Yamaha speakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting though. That's super important because these ones. Is it the right? Yeah, because these generally tend to push the low mids. These speakers, I think, they're very warm in the bass. But yeah, it's interesting because different speakers have those different qualities. Um, And the Yamaha is meant to be nice and neutral for certain things. And I guess, yeah, a lot of time your music is made on a certain mix, you know, or a certain balance of speakers. Or You hope that mastering will, like, 
even it out on different platforms but again as a creative you've got to yield to that control some people will just listen to your shit on the phone yeah, <laughs> or, on, or on their laptop but there's some stuff because that they don't still know sound- you're supposed to listen on a yeah, Yamaha speaker yeah yeah <laughs> but some stuff that still sounds good and great there but what I love is when you've been listening to stuff on a certain system or speakers for a while then you hear it in another context and you're like oh okay this is what it sounds like you know and there's like a whole level of bass which you didn't really comprehend before or like the balance and the mix or even listening to something on a phone or speakers and then listening to it on in stereo and being like oh that happens on the left and you can hear movement from the left to the right that you hadn't noticed before because you listened for the first time in headphones and you're like oh this is this 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 song exists in a 360 sphere and not all music does but some does for sure and it's just like oh that's over there and even cinema, I was watching like a film. Yeah, it was the film we were talking about earlier. This is not a burial, it's a resurrection. Listening to it just on a speaker, like a you Bluetooth, know, speaker. Bluetooth kind of speaker, but a single speaker. And then I watched some clips back again because I wanted to record some of the scenes. And I was listening to some stuff in headphones. And just even the fact that they had soundscaped it so there was somebody moving and singing from moving from the left to the right side of the screen and the sonics did the same in the headphones so the sound of their speech speech or their singing no they were that was it they were saying yeah they're walking the women are washing clothes at the river then they're walking back to the top of the hill and as they're walking they're moving from screen left to screen right and the sound moves with them from left to right as they come into shot and leave the shot and even just that I was like oh that's beautiful that's a beautiful detail. That's, why, that's also why you need to work with people. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> because you don't have the capacity to think of all those yeah, exactly. things yourself. People who like who do that and know that. Yeah, exactly. And that's so funny that she said that. Okay, so I think we're like almost coming to an end, but mm-hmm. I would like to hear some more music you like okay. or of yours. I don't know. Anything. We can do that. Let me think. To fill the waste I went in for another taste It's not sweet enough to pull me out I need something else to fill the space Even though I changed the name Keep seeing you in other places Drags me down, I feel the weight I smell your scent on me Me 
Places by Jamie Isaac and King Cruel. That's just a YouTube rip of a live performance because it said it was being released straight. I don't know. It hasn't come out yet. I think when the video was posted online, it was like coming soon, but it hasn't. But I just like that so much. And it's interesting because a few years ago, maybe it's 2017, 2018, Jamie Isaac put out a song um, called Getting Better, Doing Better, rather. And I listened to that a lot as well. That really moved me. Think about his songwriting that I really like. Um, it's kind of a bit obscure sometimes, but again, it's the poetry and it, the simplicity, the fact that the lyrics mean what they do. They don't need to be literal or whatever, but there's something beautiful in his choice of melodies and his choice of, of phrasing. That there's so much, there's something that's like you can't fully grasp, but you still just keep returning to it. Like the feeling is there, even if you can't fully grasp, like what's community and i love that kind of stuff because it's like forever out of reach but it's always like i don't know you're always just drawn to it again and just trying to get then you listen and repeat and you're like okay maybe if i listen again i'll hear it this time or like you find yourself even in a short song you keep getting lost <laughs> listening i don't know if you have songs like that like you're like okay i'm gonna rewind it now and then like all of a sudden you're like oh i'll just need to listen to the, how that first starts and you listen four times and every time you just you get lost again and you're like that's powerful in itself <laughs> I like that and those last three songs I think also of influence a big influences in terms of like sonics and production and I guess when I want to get to make more of my own music as in also instrumental side of things too those are some influences like those guys those kind of sounds I'm drawn to and singer and producers like Contour and the producer that Dean Spencer works with, those kind of sounds are really, I'm drawn to those. 
on a production side at the moment. Mm. If you had to play a last song, mm. <laughs> what, would it, what would it be? <laughs> One more. This is so hard. Um, do you have something that uh, can okay. I have some help? Where do you want to go? What do you want to explore? Or what questions? Okay, or yeah, thoughts I have a question. Okay, okay, I, have, I, have, I have a thought stream because okay. I, I thought about like um, the temple mm-hmm. and the um, sentiments carried on through these different tunes, mm. and I really feel like you know this. Uh, Hibernation mm. is is uh, present mm. in the vibe felt communicated, and of course because we are this year has just begun, mm. so um, then I came to think because last year I read something you wrote about your aspirations for the for 2021 mm-hmm. and like you ended that piece with saying dreaming that i stay opening feel the full rainbow light and the shadow and shadows ride the waves with whoosh, with a whoosh mm-hmm. breathe out this is living mm-hmm. and so i was curious about what you aspire to or with what sounds you aspire to grow into this year that we have mm. just begun mm. I like that yeah. I like that question <laughs> so like an, an arrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> something that feels yeah okay let me see what I pick a song shooting an arrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah into the into the future into the new year um, I'm gonna go through the files and pick something and then Reflect on it afterwards. When every step towards the treadmill is interrupted My mother warns me of the future but I've changed the subject The sound is deadly but beautiful like an angel's trumpet I'm on a search for money knowing it's a fatal substance In order to survive I knowingly became a puppet Every one of us warring to be a Warren Buffett As individuals scoring we try to hoard the bucket Straight for the Duncan, never wanna pass the ball to Duncan Sometimes I wonder if my heart is pumping Spending time alone to see how far I've sunk it The worst toilet in Scotland Swimming in it plus the water's boiling is constant Boxed in, boxing, fighting through the toxins Need a couple dollars, I sell my labor to sharpen Surrounded by the shark fins Working long hours for a bit of copper Shift is finally terminated, so get the chopper But instead I'm riding on the transit Dreaming of a better life, I'm coming up with antics Waiting for the day that I can tell the man sit Like my family's hungry, go make a sandwich Time shines, my time. Maybe my time shines, my time. Time shines, my time. Maybe my 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 time shines, my time.
I really do it for my ancestors, ancestors My experience the transmitter I'm the amplifier and the transistor Our mother had to work a lot to make our plans bigger Your retina displays a man's picture sans filter Was never funny in our family feuds Wish we had a special dance to make the family feuds And I could barely cope Mom was never there because we had to eat I was on the video game levels I had to beat Was easier cause when you fail you're at it again Instead of having false stability the tragedy bends Needed a hand to extend, God has to descend When the people are desperate trying to gather intent But he would rather invent, a place of anger invent A place of hassling with no woman or man to prevent A stench rather intense, and he stays beating the same fetus So don't ask if I'm atheist or atheist Time shines, my time Make my time shine, my time my time shines, my time. And my time shines, my time. My time shines, my time. Maybe my time shines, my time. And my time shines, my time. Never be a time. She's saying now I'm 23 and I should have a degree. The favorite, the only son, but look what happened to me. The wrong path, you're closer to a multifaceted dream. I'm saying rap's the way to sway, she's saying that's a disease. She wants a master from me, I just wanna master the keys. To open any door ahead and make it passionate themed. Who doesn't want to exceed, but seeds need the right environment. All I wanted was a voice, a choir, what a choir sings. Dizzy and I'm tired and the tire swings. Trying to get in showbiz, but the pocket's skinny. Trying to find a stage and rocket to launch the city. Maybe then I'll flip a stack, but the pods are shitty. Agonizing when I'm working in a call center. If I'm to stand a prisoner, to fall's better. Better to die a disobedient slave. I'd rather live for long term and not immediate gains. Do a hundred shows for nothing but a meager exchange. And become the Robitussin for a feverish game. I proceed to restraints. Try to tap into my tapestry. What I'm portraying is havoc at full capacity. Time shines, my time. Maybe my time shines, my time. My time shines, my time. And my time to shine, it's my time My time to shine, it's my time Maybe my time to shine, it's my time And my time to shine, it's my time It'll never be a time to shine It'll never be the time to shine It'll never be the time to shine because shame produces trauma, and trauma often produces paralysis. So when the sister said that there are days that she just can't get out of bed, um, lots of us experience that sense of paralysis. So that that healing, I have to go back to, I'm not gonna belabor it, but to emotional well-being, because we've got to have some mechanisms to resist <laughs> time to shine <laughs> yeah there's so much in that song i mean i haven't listened to that for a while but I used to listen to that album a lot that album actually came out five years ago as well what's the name of it the album is called isla um the rapper is called Eme, e-m-a-y he's from um canada ontario i believe 
and the song is Israfil, um, Angel's Trumpet. Mm. And Israfil is um, in in Islam. Israfil is the angel um, that yeah blows the trumpet at the end of end of time. Not the angel of death, just the one who blows, who sounds the trumpet. You know, the coronet. <clears throat> so. Yeah, and one of the verses is talking about that conflict of religion he has in himself. There's lots of things that resonate with that song. Conflict of religion, conflict of family, um, expectations of how you should be in the world versus how you are, and a sense of guilt and shame about that distance. Um, but then also, there's depression and there's darkness, and you know the reality is these last two years have been Hard, <laughs> hard to say the least for for the for people and the planet essentially, mm-hmm. um, and that's an experience we've all gone through. And I yeah, read like forty eight percent. I saw a sign yesterday saying forty eight percent of uh, adults in the UK have uh, has that says that their mental health has been uh, affected mm. in like negatively by the pandemic for sure and i feel like this is like it's gonna take a while for us to even understand the full impact of that mm. you know and listen to that song that you know it's a reminder that like i i do feel relative i mean there's it's hard like last year i found it hard to dream and hard to hope because of just being so out of control of what can be but there's definitely more optimism within myself now than there was then and that song despite also the conversations and the musings on darkness and sadness and depression, there's there's a resilience in there and there's a fire there. And that last quote at the end got me thinking it as well as the last verse that um, based on another line that I wrote recently, which was like, it's more like about resourcefulness than resilience almost, you know, because resilience can have its downsides and a lot of us have been are strong and resilient out of a need to be, mm. but it's not the best for our health, whether it's physical health, mental health, whatever, it's more, <clears throat> it's because we're in constant battle and conflict and fight. Whereas that's also talking about resource and being ready and resourced for, to have the things you need for your your survival and your thriving. And I think that song talks about, there's an element of resourcefulness and resilience in there too. And there's a line about like wanting the key to open every door and make it passionate themed and just that like you know again just following whims and desires and the chorus you know maybe it's my time to shine it's my shine my time but not said in that big braggadocio way it's like like almost just someone talking to themselves in the mirror or just like talking to themselves in bed like it's 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 a prayer and a mantra you know for self and i think there's something really beautiful in that and that blend of just being honest and truthful that things have been the way they are but not but also making music which holds that to be true and evident but that's not everything and we still have ourselves and our spirit and we still have um that in our future you know and i feel like i definitely want to move towards levity and move towards joy but i'm not also going to shy away from the truth of things at the same time um and so there's something in that song in particular and that project which is just really 
inspiring to me and I think he's just an incredible artist and I think he's going to put out some more music soon um, he wrote recently and I've been really inspired by his work I kind of like the breadth of that song like all that it covers but like I said it still has that it still has that message in there yeah it's still like uh, wistful yeah um, but not like uh, oblivious yeah <laughs> and lines in there that I realized that I've put in stuff. There's that line I'll do it for my ancestors' ancestors. Yes. And this, <laughs> yeah, there's that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, I relate. There's certain, li- there's, man, there's lots of gems in that song, basically. Really? And like also so, the yeah. start and. Oh, yeah. And the, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Then, like, there's so many things, like, now because it's the first time I hear the song, so mm. I can't remember, like, but yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. I was in the beginning, it was just so funny. I was like, you just chose this? Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. It just kept on surprising me. Mm. But also with, um, because one thing I forgot to mention after listening to the KPM mm-hmm. was uh, the prayer element, mm. which was. The, in the first bit, the let me live and let me love. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then. I can't believe you just did this with like the angels trump like <laughs> how like <laughs> what a way to end off a program. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, this just um this angel uh who plays <laughs> the trumpet <laughs> in the end. <laughs> the end of time and just, you know, that guy. Um yeah. It's funny. I reference him in another song, actually, but I guess not everyone would get the reference. I, 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 you know, I was raised. My family is Muslim and stuff, so I remember. I know that from my my youth, who Israfil is. But even the song I wrote with Saul, which is ostensibly about going out and clubbing, there is a line in reference to that. Till Israfil come call you to go, and I think, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just yeah, we got a life, haven't we? We've got our uh, one life in this mortal realm and mortal body and just have to do just have to live sometimes I just I just want to live you know remind myself that I want to leave this realm having felt like I lived and not with regrets or that I didn't and lots of things I've just put off like early on we're talking about music and playing music and putting it off because how long it will take or doing this or even finishing projects so like have all this work that's unfinished it's just like priority finish it like you know clear clear yourself of like regrets and of an incomplete life <laughs> and I think for a lot of us it's hard and a lot of it goes back to like these childish rumors even since Silk Mall is like having dread or piercing my ears or like you know what I mean there can be little whims and lots of things you had it's like why not do you and you can do that at any age you can do that at 80 you can do that at 60 you can do that at 15 but it's like sometimes you just want to be like just live the life you wanted to live and um, I think that let me live and let me love was also kind of a nod to um, Midnight okay Becca so he's got that song live the life you love love the life you live um, and it's that as well as like a, a mantra and a prayer and a like and a battle cry too like let me live and let me love like especially for oppressed bodies you know um that in a sense where we're so put on by by the world and by living in a world which is designed to kill us, you know, a world which is 
the product of imperialism and white supremacy and all those things literally mechanisms decide designed to to eliminate and kill us that we're living in the shadow of or in the present reality of for a lot of people in the world still so even just joy and living and loving is like is 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 the battle is the fight you know so yeah that's that's it it's putting those kinds of having that kind of vibration in my music um as well as it still being real and still being honest and a lot of the songs I love have that there's, there is that melancholy there is a certain sadness there is a certain kind of like just the truth Coming that to thing, terms yeah that things, things are hard but then they're also <laughs> like there's also something beautiful even though that I don't want to feel no more it's like it's just honest and we've all been there you know and Duendita's song too it's just like lots of there's I don't know just something still so uplifting for someone like starting from down below and just like coming up you know a lot of the songs are like people that are like they're on the floor but then they're just the song is just a process and standing you know Mm. even that's something powerful and beautiful in itself and I think that Ime song too it's just like I don't know it's a march it's just like a I don't know a soft resilience and that I like it's hard to find all the words for it. Trying. That's why I'm throwing so many out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there yeah, you you found them. You have access. But when we were listening to, yeah, okay, I also need to like finish up. But like when we were listening to like uh, that song, like Paul Simon, when I was thinking about, uh, I was re- recollecting what uh, the the lyrics from uh, Extended Technique. Mm. I was thinking a lot about. Uh, because you just talked about songwriting and how um, we had just talked about seducing, seduction and and that I was just really considering like the movement movements between uh, high and low and in that song mm. there's like that contrast is completely um, in movement mm-hmm. and uh, like you falling jumping like uh rising on the ground like the float there was so many different kind of movements mm. and i uh and that uh your emphasis on having um making opposites or like contrasts contrasts coexists uh as with the fullness of it and like let life be that or like mm-hmm. how you aspire this year to become it's like I'm taking both of it mm. I feel like that's um, something that uh, it's like this movement and with the jumping and leaping and <laughs> there's always this gravity and grace yeah yeah <laughs> And that will fall, and that's okay. Yeah, and you also lever to lift. So, like, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? It's part of that process. You have to go down before coming up. Mm. And, yeah, I thank you for also reminding me of what I wrote. <laughs> and um, Because, yeah, and that, that bit that you wrote there has that, right? It's, like it's accepting that that's the fullness of life. Like, it's going to be that ride. And let me... Yeah, the full rainbow. Um, yeah, and let me ride it. And that is that is a living, you know? And so I think that's why I always have a soft spot for these kinds of songs because they they have all of that and that 
all of those emotions are present in that existence, you know? In the Reggie song, there's conversations about addiction, there's conversations about being away from family and whatever, but he also, in those moments, whether it was because he was strung out on drugs and stuff, was he would have had euphoric moments at his lowest point. In a sense, you know in what I mean? In a sense, yeah. Yeah, in a sense. At least uh, like physiologically and emotionally, because of the drugs or whatever. Um, and he would have been doing things which and facing and experiencing life in a way which was also ecstatic and also that as well as now where he's kind of like coming out of that and he's feeling it more through love and through joy and all of this kind of stuff accessing the same place that he was going through in a destructive way or trying to get through from running away from certain hardships which are also root yielding and being vulnerable in those places also root to that same emotion that he was achieving in a destructive kind of way um, so yeah it's fascinating I don't know that's just I don't even know where that thought goes but it, just, it started I'll let it I'll let it simmer <laughs> become something some point yeah but I don't know it's just begun <laughs> exactly no? yeah there's time yeah it's January yeah there's time thank you so much thank you thank you <laughs> hopefully there's enough in the meanderings to like to make something I was probably now like I thought my voice has warmed up I was probably like mumbling and shy for most of it but hopefully there's, there's enough in there people be patient and on air in Denmark too <laughs> who would have thought that yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly again just taking it all in our stride it is life now it is it life, is life.